And we are back on the chosen baseball journey with the one and only Kareem Garcia, Jonathan A. Cohen, author of the book, The Bible 3.0, available Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Grab your copy. If you see me on the street, I will autograph it. I know if you meet Kareem, he will sign as well. Yes, sir. So I promised you, I know he's in anticipation. He's had to wait a week for this because I told Kareem, we're talking last week and then we were covering off Randy Rosarena. And I said, I got a guy that attracts even more heat. This guy, uh, you love him or you hate him. And uh, we're going to talk about the true story on him. And I tried to give some hints. I said it was a current player, hitter. I think I'm a Team Mexico. I gave you a couple guesses. All right. You had a week to think about it. You get one more guess. Go ahead. Verdugo. Is who? Ber Verdugo. It is Verdugo. Very good. <laughs> I got it. Do you know what what nickname I gave for Alex Verdugo? No, what? He is the modern day Kareem Garcia. <laughs> when I watch him play, I think of you a lot, my friend. Am I off or do you feel a kinship with this man? Well, I mean, I like the way he is. You know, he's outgoing. He likes to play hard. To, uh, play, likes to play hard all the time. But like you, you mentioned, you know, I mean, he does some stuff to piss off the other teams, and that's that's what it is. I, I always try to piss off the other team, no matter what. Why? Because at least you put an attention on me, and, and you're not concentrating on what you're supposed to be doing. What was Boston thinking? How first of all, you know that there's a rivalry with the Yankees. I mean, this is obvious since the days of Babe Ruth, and there's been very few trades between his teams, and both of them need to come up. Obviously, they're they got a lot of work to do because you got Baltimore, you got Tampa who are leading the division, you got the Jays who are right in there. Uh, so you got and the Yankees and the Red Sox should be the dominant ones. The Red Sox go and take a heart and soul guy and they hand deliver him to the Yankees. And people are saying, wow, good thing Boston got rid of him. He's a headache. New York's going to hate him. I think New York's going to love this guy. I think this guy is going to be the modern-day Nick Swisher, and this guy is going to be Yankees fans' number one guy. What do you think? I think that, uh, first of all, it's a great trade for him. You know, the, the short porch in right field for him, you know, as a pole hitter, he's going to hit a tons of home runs. All depends on the playing time that they give him. And if he understands his roles on the Yankees, he's going to have a lot of success. And like you mentioned it, in New York, they, they love you, they hate you. If you're doing good, they're all going to clap and be with you. But if you're doing bad, you can ask Stanton when he's doing really bad. You know, they boot you no matter what. They don't care how much money you make. You have to perform. That's a big stage. You know, New York is not easy to play. Only a few guys can actually say, I play here and the people actually like me. So it's going to be very interesting. I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to do really well. It's just that he has to adjust to his role. I am shocked that there were 29 other teams that didn't jump at the chance to acquire this guy. I mean, I just think he's, to me, he's very, very underrated. I think... He's a guy you just put in your lineup every single day. You know he's going to come to play. He's ultra-focused. He's intense. The way he, he's in the batter's box, the way he runs in the bases, how he is in the in the field. I love watching him in WBC. 
His teammates loved him. Uh, I loved how he shaved his beard right away and endured himself to the Yankees fans. And he said, I'm ready to go. I think this is a guy that's going to come to spring training with a chip on his shoulder and something to prove. And, and remember, this is the guy that was the centerpiece of the Mookie Betts deal. You think about Mookie Betts and the season Mookie Betts had and Boston hand, you know, Boston hand delivers him. They get back talent. And what do they do? They hand deliver that as well. So I think there's a reason with Boston, you're seeing, you know, Chris Sale just got traded. Uh, I like that deal. I think Grissom is going to be a great guy for them long-term as far as a positional-wise because Atlanta, when you have so much talent sometimes, you can't play everybody. And there's no point in having a guy sitting and rotting on the bench. You might as well go and use him. With the Yankees and the season they had, I think as long as Verdugo comes in, plays hard, uh, I think there's a full-time spot available for him. That's where I'm seeing it going for him. Yes, I mean, I think he's going to have every opportunity to show them, you know, that he can play in every every day over there. But again, Yankees is not a very pa patient team. Either you perform right away or they're going to find a role for you. I mean, that's this this is the reality of a team like that, like the Yankees or the Boston or the Dodgers. They're going to give you the first month to show them what you can do. And if you start hot from the beginning, you're going to they're going to let you play through the whole year, but if you're not start hard the first the first month, you don't have the 300 uh, 300 million uh, contract like Stanton or like Judge or those guys. They're going to they're going to sit with you and tell you I mean you're going to have to step back, but like you mentioned, he has a chip on his shoulder. He has to show the team, the, the people in Boston, that they're missing out on him. And the way that he's outgoing and he is a free spirit player, which I, I like him, you know. Some people will hate him, but like I said, I like him. It's, it's going to be a, a good uh, thing for him. I mean, the Stanton contract, I, I, I hate to say it was a disaster from day one. I've seen uh, reports on him. He's lost a lot of weight. So he's coming in not to hit as much power, but to stay healthy. Uh, a non-jacked uh, Stanton, uh, not hitting 30, 40, 50 bombs could be an issue in New York, you know? And that's where Judge, I love Judge. I love watching him. It's a great fit. But uh, I said that contract is probably not going to end well. When you sign for 10 years, if you come to years 7, 8, 9, 10, and you're injured, you're not playing as much, you're not hitting 50 home runs every year, Yankees fans will tell you about it. Absolutely. But again... I mean, they, they all do the, the research. The Yankees always do it in every other thing. If they send you for for 10 years, they're actually looking for you for seven good ones. The other three, insurance can pay for them. You know what I'm saying? Take them off the books. But they're looking for seven good ones and a reason to the, uh, the fans to see that they're doing something on a long run for the players they love. Is there a more intense market and city to play in than for the Yankees in the in the Bronx versus let's say Philadelphia, you know, people bring that example up a lot. Uh Dodgers. Uh to me, I think having been to Yankee Stadium, the fans are nuts with every single pitch. They're right into it. They're the most knowledgeable sports fans on sports radio. They know every statistic of every single player. Uh what is your estimation? Is there a harder place to play than with the Yankees at home? Yeah, I get the opportunity to play with the Yankees, the Dodgers, a few other teams in the major leagues, seven to be exact. But, I mean, other than the Yankees, in L.A., people get there on the third inning. 
they usually get late. You know, they they they're coming late to the game. They're not showing up for the first pitch. The first pitch, you might see twenty five thousand people. By the third inning, it's a it's a, a full stadium. You know, packed. Yankees, before as soon as they open the gates at six o'clock, they're all in. They're watching batting practice. They're watching the players. They are right there. I don't think there are any other team or any other fans more intense as the Yankees, like you mentioned. I I went to a Yankees-Red Sox game. I remember this was back in 2019. I, I showed up an hour and a half before the game. There were lineups around the street, and it felt like a World Series atmosphere, and it was June. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I believe it was June or July, and it was intense, and it was intense just being inside the stadium. And you get that feeling. And then when you, when you walk into that stadium and you look at the grass, it's it's another world. And that's where I would say, you know, as a, as a, if I was a baseball player and I had the opportunity to put on the pinstripes, I would jump at it. I feel like every player, if they love, love baseball, they got to play for the Yankees at least once in their career. Absolutely. That's, that's unbelievable. Not too many players get the opportunity to play for the Yankees, but if you had the opportunity, that's incredible. And now... Uh, Verdugo, Alex is getting the opportunity to play for both teams. The other one, another Mexican that I remember was uh, Alfredo Aceves. He played for Boston, win a World Series, and then I went to play for the Yankees too. You know, he's he didn't end up very well with the Yankees, but at least he was there. You know, and played for both teams. If I was Verdugo, okay, so I'm Verdugo now. So I'm pulling out the chain, right? So now I'm Verdugo, <laughs> <laughs> but. I would take this as a giant slap in the face because to me, if the Red Sox really valued me and said, you know what, I, I don't want to play against this guy and I'm worried, I want to trade him to the National League, I want to get him away, I want to get him to the West Coast. But they put him with their biggest biggest rival and saying, hey, you know what, we're not worried, we'll play you 10 times a year, 20 times a year, it's okay. To me, that would give me even more motivation. Would I be right on that? Absolutely. Because like you said, they're going to play eight, uh, 19 times against their own division. So you play 19 times against the Boston Red Sox. I would put the big chain with an NY in, in the middle. And then every time I go back, it's going like this. So it goes, you can see if you're moving aside. Guarantee you, every single game he's going to play against the Red Sox, he's going to hit 400. This guy is going to be on for sure. And I was shocked because, you know, sitting here in Toronto, I'm thinking, why would the Jays not jump on this guy? Why, why not everybody? And something... It, uh, to me, I feel like, and I want to be unfair to Rosarena, but to me, Rosarena is way more of a showboater. He's more outgoing. Why does a Rosarena get a free pass and Verdugo doesn't? I, I don't get it. I really don't know. I mean, both both of the guys are really outgoing. They're very friendly. Uh, maybe Randy is a little more uh, amicable than, than Verdugo when you see him on the field. You know, sometimes when you have to do your job or your workout and somebody is talking to you, you don't stop because you're actually working on something when Randy might stop what he's doing and go and say hello to you. I can only see that. I mean, other than that, I don't see anything else. No. And if I was a team and I would, I, I could have a, either as a teammate, I would take both of them, certainly. And maybe they will end up one day together again, besides in the WBC, which will be now, I believe, in 2027 at this point. But yeah. uh, maybe they will end up together. I'm not sure. But I can tell you, uh, going to a couple of Team Mexico games 
and watching batting practice and watching them shag balls. Both of them were very popular with their teammates. Both of them were all around Rosarena and around Verdugo, and they both seemed very popular in Team Mexico. Yes, I mean, they're, they're, they're great to be around. That's the guys that are always joking. They make you feel good. If you're having an off day or something like that, they always bring you up. They, they always tell you a joke or or find something to, to make your day better. Those are the type of guys that you always want to be. Once you come to the clubhouse, you know they're they're having fun, they're joking around, they're doing something to entertain you. So if you take Alex Verdugo in his prime, and you take Kareem Garcia in his prime, and you put these two players together, how similar are you guys? What is the same, and what is the difference between your game and Alex Verdugo's? Well, I think I have a little more power than him. The, uh, other than that, he probably have a little more speed than me. Than me, arm wise, I don't think he had the, the same arm. But you know, he's, he's he's a complete player. He's doing it right now in the major leagues. My time is already passed. You know, you can only which is the best. And you know, it's kind of similar, but we have a little difference. It's something about the. It's you know what it is. It's the look in the eyes. Because when I when you when you get very excited, I remember we talked about in the WBC when you played and you had that incident and uh, there was a bit of a bench clearing brawl and it happened again in, in the majors. You, you your eyes light up. You get very excited. You don't uh, shy away from it. And when I watch Verdugo play, I get that look in his eyes as well when he's on or he gets fired up. Uh, I like to see players with fires in their eyes. It means that they, the passion burns. That's what, to me, you have to have that passion if you're going to go and you're going to go to spring training and winter ball and WBC and playoffs and put your body through this, through so many seasons. If you're going to last 20 years in Major League Baseball or so, you've got to love this game. The guys that I don't see the fire, they're out pretty quickly. Yes, I mean, like you mentioned, you you cannot shy away from from a problem or from or from a uh, whatever whatever throws you during the game. You know, even if it's not a fight or even it's just a close speech or or something, someone says something to you. I always I always look for those moments, you know, and I I enjoy them actually. And I'm sure the Verdugo does the same thing. If they 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 giving you hate from the outfield. You will turn around and, and, and just wave at them and throw a little kiss. You will piss them off even more. And I love when they start yelling at me because that makes me feel good, even when I was hitting. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure he does the same thing too. Folks, send in your comments, your questions. Hit the subscribe button for Kareem Garcia on the Chosen Baseball journey and find out uh, any questions from his playing days and things you'd like to know, certainly. And, uh, We'll be bringing up different topics throughout the weeks as far as his career goes and his experiences, plus modern day baseball. And today's episode was about Alex Verdugo and uh, where to expect things are going to happen for him with the Yankees. So I got to ask you, I'm going to sum up the way we did last week. If you're now his agent, his hitting coach, his bench coach, his best friend, Alex Verdugo sits down with you and says, Kareem, uh, 2024 season's coming up. I'm heading to spring training. What advice could you have for me? What advice would you give to Alex Verdugo? Uh, to Alex Verdugo, same thing. You, know? you always have to be patient, but he has to be a little more as a spread hitter, especially in Yankee Stadium, because they're not going to pitch inside to a lefty knowing that you have a short porch. You have to stay in the middle the other way, try to hit more line drives, 
Stay within yourself and try to work your hands. Short stop, left center field. That way, you're not only going to hit for, for average, but they're going to have to make the pitches come into you so you can actually get yours in, your hands in to get your home runs. Yankees have had some hitting issues over the last couple of seasons. That's been unfortunate, and they've had injuries. They've had turnover. I got to say, if there's a guy who knows about playing Yankee Stadium, it's Kareem Garcia. So, Yankees, give a call. Uh, <laughs> he may be able to help turn around some of your players because he knows what he's talking about. Kareem, I appreciate you sharing your wisdom and knowledge with us as the fans. And uh, really excited about the upcoming 2024 season as we're heading into spring training. Hopefully, by the time spring training starts, some of these free agents will actually have signed. And uh, I think it'll be a very interesting season. Uh, I don't know if the Rangers are going to be able to repeat or not. But I'm going to hold off on any predictions for the playoffs until we're into spring training. Because I got to know the last pieces of who's going to sign where and who's healthy. So that'll come up in the following weeks. Uh, but it should be a very interesting season coming up. All right. Thank you again. Thank you, folks. That's been Kareem, Jonathan, Chosen Baseball Journey. We'll see you back next week.